welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another faith-building message by Pastor David Entry. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the Word of God. May your knowledge of Jesus Christ increase as you listen. Be blessed. This fasting is not only about supernatural testimonies and things being turned around for you. This fasting is also that God will enable you not to waste your life. You can receive a testimony today, but your life is wasting. So uh, we want to pray and believe God that God give me grace. Jesus said, I need to do the works of him who sent me whilst it is day. For the night comes when no one can work. There's a time coming when the dreams you have, the things you can do for God, you'll be able to do it. And so Jesus said, teach me, uh, he said, I have to do the works. Now, when you look at Psalm 90, verse 12, Psalm 90, verse 12 says, teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. You know, there are some things, if you do prematurely, it can cost you your destiny. If you enter a relationship prematurely, it can cost your destiny. If you enter certain doors prematurely, it can cause your destiny. So in the fulfillment of destiny, timing is important. Timing is crucial. So you want to pray and say, teach me to number my days. Mm. A lot of things can upset you and to distract you from the important course of your life. So sometimes, some of us here, you are listening to me, within the past 13 days, you have had heated argument with somebody in your house. Wow. Maybe even today as I speak, you have had heated, you are fuming. And then afterwards, said, this is the devil is using to spoil my fasting. Then you come and I have a la, 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 but heated argument. Because, because you are a human being, you have a spirit, soul, and body. Satan can use your soul to destabilize your spirit. To trouble you and to try and distract your focus. So what matters to you is what he will use. And when things don't happen, you say, Pastor, the thing, I'm not seeing anything. You spoiled it. Mm. Because you haven't numbered your days to apply your heart unto wisdom. There is time for everything. Certainly this time, when men, Bible says, Matthew chapter 13, verse 26, 27, 28, a man planted, went to sow seeds. Bible says, when men slept, Mm. the enemy came to sow tears. He can't sow tears until you sleep. Once you get distracted a little bit, he will try and destabilize your focus. As soon as your focus moves onto the wrong thing, he comes in to sow tears. That's why Sabi said, teach me to number my days so I can apply my heart unto wisdom. Man, you don't have time. Time is not on your side. Do you know why? Because potentially, Things that have happened in your past has taken away, they've taken away a lot of time from you. Number two, 
potentially your background is bad, either from your mother or your father or your own history. You have a bad background, so you have to push harder. Different reasons. Number three, that some things you have done which you are supposed to pay for. The Bible says that don't be deceived. God is no more. Whatsoever a man sows, he shall reap. And so there is a standing order, legitimate standing order against your progress, against your breakthrough, against your marriage, against your testimony, against your conception. This is not the time to be testing and messing about. Because already by now, this, this is how the Hebrews put this. When, by now, when you ought to be teachers, you will still are at a place where you need to be taught. So, in other words, there can be a timing when heaven is expecting, or according to heaven's program, you are at that level. But because of all kinds of things that are happening in your life, you are at this level. Or potentially, listen, potentially, some of us didn't arrive in church earlier. You are almost 30 before you, you were 30 before you came. You don't have time. There are things in your background that are militating against you. Mm. You don't have time. Don't wait. So you are 38. Then you realize this marriage is becoming a problem. You should have noticed that at the age of 27. Wow. Apply your heart unto wisdom and press the buttons, heavenly buttons that make things work. Some of people listening to me, you are meant to be a great international apostle. But you came in a little late or you've done too much. You have a lot of grounds to cover. It's like a professional course. It's a year's course. And you join them in the eighth month. You have lost seven months of tuition and catching up. You've got seven months worth of catching up to do. When they are relaxing, you can't relax because you have got work to do. That's what Jesus said. I have to do the works of the one who sent was today because Jesus didn't have time. If Jesus didn't have time, who was sinless, perfect? Man said he didn't have time. Sister and brother, you, it looks like you have almost run out of time. The sun's time has, is left with something little. Wow. We have to save the time. The Bible puts it this way, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16. Redeeming the time for the days are evil. It's not anything at all we can participate in. And there are even good things that we may not have time to participate in. Mm. So how would you know that it might not be compatible and healthy for your destiny? That's why we need to pray God. Anything you pray about, God works on it. Unless it's against his will, against his word. But every time you pray, God always works with it. You might not see it instantly, but many years later. Well, in John chapter 13, it talks about how Jesus, knowing where he was going, took where he's coming from, where he was going. It, after supper, he took, he, sorry, he didn't take towel first. He removed his outer garment. Listen, if you don't take out your importance or your ego, there's no way you can work for me. Mm. You can't work for God with ego. Mm. Ego is the garment. Take that garment off. God. Take off that ego garment. And I didn't like the way this one is doing this. I mean, this is how I do my things. Excuse me. 
excuse me. This is what God wants done. It's different from this how I do my things. Yeah. Can you imagine you go for it, you're going to look for a job and then they want to employ you and interview, tell them, this is how I, want, I do my things. And they said, no, we want someone who will be typing. And he said, no, me, I don't type. I detect and then, uh, the computers, uh, artificial intelligence, that's it for me. Then they say, okay, go. When you, we will call you back. They don't mind. <laughs> you cannot work for God and say, this is how I do my things. Yeah. Unless you are expressing that this is how I want to do for God. My heart is all sold out. That's a different thing. Mm. Now, so Jesus put aside his garment. Put a, and you, every one of us will be tested. Everyone will be tested whether you are able, you'll be able to put aside your garment for the interest of the kingdom. You'll be tested. Wow. So Jesus laid aside his garments, and then when he laid aside his garment, he took a towel and wrapped himself with the towel. A boss. That's the work of a servant. He said, Well, I have to work the works of him who sent me. Because he's trying to teach something. Mm. So he wrapped himself with the towel and stood down and started washing. You see, you can't wash people's feet if you don't go down. Some people have come, they say, oh, oh pastor, me, I don't mind. I want to wash feet, but they have to climb and stand on the table. Wow. And I, can, I, can wash, I can wash their feet from my height. <laughs> if they can't climb, I won't do it. No, to wash feet, don't force people to stand on the table in order to wash their feet. You have to stoop down. Yes, yes. Oh, wow. Bend down. Wow. Bending down is a, an extreme sign of humility. Mm. So Jesus stooped down and began to wash their feet. That is why Peter said, You can't do this. Because it's not, it's not the norm that a master should be watching the feet. It's the work of the servants in the house. Once somebody arrives in the house, they call servants to come and clean the, the feet of the person. But Jesus said, no, I'm, I'm doing it myself after they finish eating. He said, I'm going to do it myself. And Peter said, no, 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 no. Please, please. I mean, I can't bring myself to allow you to do that. The Bible says that he did not count equality of God something to hold on to. But he humbled himself even to the, the death on the cross. He went so low where he shouldn't have gone. But I said, if this means for God, no problem. Peter says that, Master, please, please, let me do it. Not the other way around. Right. Let me do it. That is the understanding behind that scripture. Peter mm. said, no, you can't wash my feet. Jesus said, no, there's a deep revelation in it. If I don't wash my feet, you don't belong, your feet, you don't belong to you. He said, ah, then do the whole body then. <laughs> you know, because to, I want to belong to you so bad that if washing my feet is what means that I belong to you, then I need my whole body to be washed so that I can be lost in you. And Peter, but, Jesus said, no, 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 you don't get it. The one who is one who is washed already doesn't need the whole yeah. machine. Just feet because it's your feet that gathers the dust. Your feet is the contact point between you and the world. Mm. 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 That's why when Moses met God at the burning bush, God said, remove your sandals for where you are standing is a holy ground. That's why when Joshua met the man, the captain of the Lord's host, he said, the captain of the Lord's host told Joshua, remove your sandals for what you, where you are standing is the holy grounds. Your sandals is the contact point between you and the world, between you and earthly things, between you and your normal, that you and who naturally, the natural things that everybody does, that doesn't make them unique to God. Uh -huh. So in the time of holiness, there must be a separation. And so Jesus said, I need to wash your feet because just a few times you've been wow. working with me, you've gathered some dust. Wow. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. Right, mm. church, but you've gathered some dust. Mm. We can easily gather dust because we are human. That is wow. why I've, Jesus said, I want to do that. And then when he finished washing their feet, which has gathered dust, he said, you know, when God cursed the devil in the Garden of Eden in Genesis chapter 3, mm. God told the devil that you are cursed above all this and you will eat dust. You mm. will crawl on your belly and eat dust. That's why we all need feet washing. Because mm. mm. what the devil eats, if it begins, you allow it to climb on you. Yeah. Boy, it's not good. Wow. It's, it's wow. not good. So, some things will never leave you as long as there's still some dust around you. Oh. Because Satan can, Jesus said, the devil, the evil, the prince of this world comes, John chapter 14, verse 30. The prince of this world comes, but he has nothing in me. Satan will always look for something in you, either your emotions, your ego, your personality, the things that annoy you, the things that excite you, the things you have been through. Several things you ask for me, 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 me. That is what can actually impact how much you won't be able to do God's way. The me, me, me. And so washing our, of our feet becomes necessary. And Jesus said, if I don't do this, you don't belong to me. And he washed their feet. And then when he finished, that's what I want, to, I want you to notice. Verse 14. If I then, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, ye also ought to wash one another's feet. Because just showing them, that's, this one is one another, not even Master, one another. Verse 15. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Watch this. So he gave them an example. That's why he did it. He gave them an example. Very, verse 16. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord, neither he that is sent greater than he that sent him. Now, the key scripture, verse 17. If ye know these things, happy or blessed are you if you do them. So he did all these things for them to know. And not only to know, to know. Now, it's one thing knowing, it's another thing doing. Wow, yeah. So the, the point of entry of your testimony or miracle is connected to the doing more than the knowing. Right. It does right. not matter how much you know until you start to do. Jesus said the blessing cannot come. Wow. The happiness from above cannot come. He said, if you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. Hmm. If you know these things. Look at the problem here now. Some people don't even know it. <laughs> they are very far from the journey of blessing. Mm. But he had to stoop down, not because he just wanted to wash their feet. He had to stoop down to give them an example so that they would know that this is how it is done. Mm. And then once you know how it is done, if you do it how it is done, <laughs> you will be laughing like, <laughs> you know, when you watch all some of those old movies and these big, big giants, <laughs> you will laugh like that. Amen. <laughs> this year will be your finest year ever. Amen. The point here is that if you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. If you know these things, blessed are you. The New King James said, blessed are you. The King James said, happy are you. I think NIV says, happy are you. Because blessings bring true happiness. Wow. Wow. You are not, you are not really happy until you are truly blessed. 
I see that blessing coming on you. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Why don't you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Caris Church and subscribe to our podcast so you are always up to date. Be blessed.